Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We're glad to have you with us this week, and it's uh, it's been a while. You know, I seem, feel like I've missed like every other week. I mean, I know you guys haven't missed me, but, <laughs> but I feel like I've missed about every other week. Yeah, we've got the award-winning Sam Main back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a nice nice thing to go to last week. There was an award ceremony through my work, and so our company won something. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to go to. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So uh, we are, uh, it seems like we're moving to a new topic, but Andy just plays the same clip. So I don't know <laughs> if we really are going to a new t- topic or not. But Danny, what, what's our topic for this week? It's not Braveheart, but anyway... The, our topic is unity. Um, I got an email from a buddy of mine in Australia, and he was he we he was talking about the topic of unity, and I just kind of pulled some stuff out of that, and you know the importance of unity, and it's and it's um and we have clips playing in the background <laughs> already. So um, the uh, you know the fruit of its existence, you know when, when things are unified and running smoothly, or you know the 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 challenges of its preservation because it's hard to keep people and things unified at times it is it's and very so hard we're trying to just see what we can get out of that topic so yeah well unity is something that companies struggle with churches struggle with societies struggle with you know just having a, a common uh, goal families you know, struggle with families struggle with with unity you know it's, it's holiday a, season coming oh so. yeah yeah, and there's definitely opportunities for lack of unity there or lack of, you know, or for unity, you know, there. And so, anyway, do you want to go ahead and set up your clip? Because, you know, it's your show and you chose your clip first, I'm just saying. Hey, you got to get back in the first spot somehow <laughs> or another. I just, you know, so slipped last week. Um, the clip is from Here Comes the Boom. And in in this particular scene, the, the star, Kevin... Was it, was it? James. Kevin James. Not bacon. Kevin or Bacon or James. Or, 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 or him. him. He or, looks or, like he's yeah. ate some bacon. Or sausage. Yeah. Just, but he's anyway, a, yeah. he's he's teaching a biology class. And I got to get this word right because I have been crucified before the show. He's teaching about sales. That's good. That's about as southern as I can do that. Yeah, so. that's close. Yeah. That, it was close. You, you're really close. C E L L. How's that? Yes. Because it's multiple. Yes, multiple. Yeah. But anyway, he's trying to unify this class and he's teaching them this biology lesson. And he's talking about the, the health of the cells. So you can play the clip. What's going on, Mr. Voss? Biology, Derek. Can someone tell me what happens when a cell stagnates? Okay, no one's listening to me. I will try again. 
Anyone know what happens to a stagnant cell? What's he doing on the table? I don't know. Something about cells. Malia. It's not good. Did you hear that? It ain't good. People, a cell that is not in motion is not a productive member of the system. It ends up assuming all the other cells are going to pick up the slack somewhere, but they don't. In fact, they imitate the stray cell until basically the whole organism begins to die. Yeah. But you know what? Biology is an amazing thing. And here's the good news. All that decays can be restored. It's just hitting anybody. Like how a cut heals. Like how a cut heals, Brian, my man. Oh, yeah, you got one. <laughs> and once that cell is back on track, it creates energy amongst the other cells. That's what happens. It starts getting a little movement going. It gets a little rumble. Can I get a little rumble from everybody? Everybody just rumble in your seats right now for me. Just rumble a little bit. Starts banging into the other cells. And the cells push back and go, hey, what are you doing to me? They hit into another one. Hey, don't do that. Hey, that's my friend. You don't even know him. You don't know me either. I know you. We work together. Because then they hit a rhythm all hit a rhythm and this is the beginning of the restorative process so now even if the entire system is close to dead what happens martinez come on give me something oh, no. look out here we come don't look up my pant leg derek you're better than that I'm right over you come on man what do you say if all the cells work together what will happen entire system the entire system is healed. Yeah, I've got a little clip cut and happy with that. Um, you know, such a great example of unity and, you know, what happens. And, and even at a cellular level, you know, when, when the cells are unified, healing begins. And, you know, when families are unified, healing begins. And, and unity doesn't necessarily mean we all agree on everything. What it means is we decide to use our talents and treasures together for a common purpose. And, you know, that's kind of where I think the show and the, the idea came from was, you know, because it is tough to be unified and to, you know, say, hey, okay, let's accomplish this. So, yeah, COVID did a lot of things, but it definitely stole community and opportunities for community and ways that we unified traditionally. You know, made it very hard to uh, do any of that stuff. Yeah, and you're seeing some of the after effects of that because people have become disconnected and choosing really to social distance further than six feet. So, yeah, as you played that clip, I thought about how many times in this group, you know, where if we all stayed stagnant, none of us would ever receive healing and restoration. But because Rodney says something, Robbie gets healing you know rodney talks about something god did for him or because robbie talks about something god did for him i know it's available for me you know and so the more we engage and don't stay stagnant the more our collective group gets healed so anyway just thought wayne won't you tell us about your clip yeah sure this is uh the avengers and the age of ultron um and this clip here is uh, towards the end um I'm getting a shaking of the head. Yeah, the, it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> we forgot to load it. So it's kind of nice. Nice. Well, share about unity. We need a little bit of unity here. We uh, do. We do. <laughs> um, at least I don't see it. 
Nothing's impossible is not it, right? Unless Robbie's. Okay. All right, so what are you going to do now, Danny? Oh, man, I've been bombed all over the place. Yeah, it's back to you. Oh, my I noticed goodness. you said cellular okay, though. Cellular. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who wants to pick up the rest of this topic? I have just become ununified. Um, the, uh, let's go to Robbie's clip. All right, this is from a movie, Nothing's Impossible, great new movie on Pure Flix. And it's a story about a guy that was the ultimate basketball player, sort of a Rodney in high school, and then he went to college and was a star there. Throw the salt and in the wound. everybody thought that he was going to be, you know, first-round draft pick in the NBA, and it didn't happen. And, of course, because he was so popular, he was, you know, dating a very rich girl that actually her father owned the local professional basketball team. And when he doesn't make it, he checks out, right? And, you know, life just didn't give him what he had planned. And I don't know how many young athletes get their dreams just crushed, whether it's in high school or college or they say the NFL is not for long, you know, however that, however that works. So he goes out, you know, gets in all kinds of trouble, ends up the janitor back at the school where he was the star and the trophy case is full of his trophies, but he's totally checked out and, you know, they're trying to get him to be back to who he was and they make him the assistant basketball coach. Well, the coach is in anger management, okay? He's really struggling with some things of his own. As you'll hear at the beginning of this clip, the team's down by like 20, right? They're clearly not in unity. And uh, the coach just unloads on him, which does not bring unity, obviously. And then he just walks out and leaves it with the assistant coach, who's the janitor. (laughs) And, you know, with him checked out, he just says, you know, like, boys, you just go out there and have fun. You know, it's not a big deal. It's just a game right? Because he's explaining what life is for him. And he watches them go out the locker room, just totally dejected to probably go get their brains beat in. Well, all of a sudden he decides, or the cell decides to move like Annie's point, And he engages. And when he does, everything changes. And so I just want you to listen to how they would have left the locker room versus what happened when one cell or one person quit being disengaged due to his own failures and decided to, you know, go into somebody else's life. We're getting our heads kicked in out there. And I don't see any harm from none of you. You know what, Coach Scott might have something to add. Look, Coach Martin's working through some stuff, okay? So yeah, just, uh, you know, go out there and and have some fun with it. We can't take this all so seriously. It's just a game. Go on. Wait. Come here. You guys do have heart, but to win, you got to use your heads. You have to be smart. You have to think. Average height of a Clayton player is what? They're big, coach. Yeah, they're bigger than us, right? 
half their points are off rebounds. So every time a shot goes up, what do you do? You find your man and you box him out. Every time. For if we control the boards, then this game is ours. Bring it in. Murph on three. Lions on three, Lions on three. One, two, three, Lions! Yeah, so what a difference it makes, you know, when just one person, you know, decides to come up off the bench, however that looks. And, and you know, so much of our lives, we sit there and, you know, maybe you've sat in a few uh, in meetings. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, man, they're going over the same, like, uh, uh. But at what point in time you notice God gets your attention like, wow, I have something, the spark, right? Just not be a dead cell, you know, like like Danny was pointing out. So, And the good thing is anybody could be the spark, right? right. It, it, it's not preset. So go to masculinejourney.org. We have a boot camp coming up November 17th through the 20th. Go register now. For me, describing boot camp, when I heard the stories from the stage that the other men had, and then during my prayer time, I'm getting a download from God on where my life is and how I have wounds and I have a place in his story. To know how I heard from God is one of those things. He really does communicate with us. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. One of the things that's been a true joy to me is having my sons go with me to boot camps and watching them get an understanding that I wished I would have had at their age. It took me several years and I'm still probably learning it a little bit as we go, but watching them get a good foothold into manhood and understanding what's important, what their role is, and how to stay away from the enemy. To receive healing and restoration in the way that you love on others. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. Say something, Sam. No, it's uh, you're you're a. Bomb. Why can't we be friends, Sam? Well, we we, we could try. <laughs> and that means we both have to want it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we just found out why we can't be friends. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say I didn't. I just was making an observation. Anyway, that was your your bumps. So yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Real quick, uh, my daughter. Uh, we spent a lot of time together when she was entertaining. Well, we still do, but whenever she was entertaining teen years and uh we would go and our, her best friend would usually be with us and in the back seat and my daughter that was about the time you know she knew everything i knew everything and we got to get into some healthy debates and uh and, and sometimes they would escalate and uh the girl in the back seat would just start singing why can't we <laughs> and the first time i heard it i was like you shouldn't know what that song is that was before your time but i just i just busted out laughing when i heard her say it and i still if me and my daughter are debating back and forth now, I'll just stop and say, why can't we be <laughs> Well, thank you. Yeah, That's a good sure. story. That would be a vociferous conversation. A vociferous, yeah. We've yeah. had some vociferouses. Yeah, I took some penicillin <laughs> for that one time. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. Touche. <laughs>
<laughs> so, Danny, back back to you. Back to me. Oh, no, it's me. It, I just wanted to give you a hard time. Well, yeah. You can play your clip. Now. All right. That's you all I want to hear. Permission. Thank you. That's what I want to hear. Even uh, though you're not Andy's friend. Okay. No, not, not yet. We're working on it. Uh, so <laughs> this is you. this is from Remember the Titans. Um, it's a true story, based on a true story. And so you had uh, uh, busing and integration of two teams. You had a, a traditional team that was all Caucasian and uh, another team that was all African-American. And they have to come together and become one team. And, and even the coaching staff has to integrate or chooses to integrate. And so they go out outside of Gettysburg and they have a camp up there. And the players are just refusing to, to try to get along, to try to become a team. And so this is Coach Boone at lunch one day asking one of the uh, uh, team members about his roommate. And it kind of goes from there. And then we're going to come back and talk about it and, and on why I chose this clip. I want you to tell me something about one of your black teammates. Sir, yes, sir. I'm rooming with Blue, sir. And I noticed that he wears those leopard-spotted underwears, bikini style, sir. Okay, maybe somebody who's not your roommate. Sir, I eat lunch with Rev. That's Jerry Harris, sir. People call him Rev because he's always praying and he won't bat a foul tongue, sir. And what is the Rev going to do after high school? I don't know. <laughs> Go to college and all that, I guess. What about you? You going to go to college? Oh, not me, coach. I'm a brainiac like Rev. Think you got a future in football? Oh, heck no. I just figure if I got to be in school, I might as well hit some people while I'm at it. All right, I like that. <laughs> a self-aware man, I like that. Well, if you don't go to college, it's not going to be because you're not qualified. So I want you to bring me your test scores at the end of every week. We'll go over them together, okay? Okay. We'll keep that between you and me. Okay. So what kind of music does the Rev like? Oh, me and Rev both think on the temptations. Oh, yeah? I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I got to pray, please, for your sympathy, I don't mind, because you mean that much to me. Ain't you proud to beg? Okay, all right. <laughs> Stop begging. Anybody else? No volunteers? Gamble? Bertier? No, huh? Each one of you will spend time every day with a teammate of a different race. You will learn about him and his family, his likes, his dislikes. You'll report back to me until you meet every one of your teammates. Until that time, we go to three-a-day practices. You continue to ignore each other, we'll go to four-a-day practices. And the reason I chose that clip is I think that uh, leadership has definitely got to be involved in unity, whether you're talking about you know, the leadership of a church, leadership of a business, the leadership of a society, you know, whatever that might be, that you, you need to have the leadership involved, the leadership of a family, right? You know, if you're the leader of the family, then your number one job should be to find a way to try to continue to provide unity of that family, you know, and, and shared purpose, that type of thing. And, and I just love the way Coach Boone does that. You know, it's a football team, so he has the ability to do discipline, you know, which you can't always do. And it works. You know, it works for the team because it forces them to listen to one another. You know, um, most of our issues are we just don't listen. You know, and so that makes them listen and have to understand one another. They don't have to like each other, right? But they have to know where the other person's coming from, right? And in that, you can have people that don't necessarily personally like each other still have unity because they understand where the other person's coming from. 
He shoved the mic my way, so I'm guessing my clip is next. This is from uh, The Two Towers, Lord of the Rings. It is a desperate situation, and King Theoden is down, and he doesn't see any hope, and they're trying to save the women and children, but they come together, and you'll hear Gandalf. He's not there, but they're remembering what he said, and he should be showing up soon, so the unity of the fighting forces takes defeat and turns it into victory by being one with one another and fighting together. Go for it. Send word for the women and children to make for the mountain pass and barricade the entrance. So much death. What can men do against such reckless hate? Ride out with me. Ride out and meet them. For death and glory. For Rohan. For your people. The sun is rising. Look to my coming at first light on the fifth day. At dawn, look to the east. Yes. Yes. The horn of Helm Hammerhand shall sound in the deep one last time. Yes! Let this be the hour when we draw swords together. Fell deeds awake. There's a battle cry there, Fourth Aerolingus, that is unifying for the humans in this. And there are they've been at odds throughout it. And they came together to turn a defeat into a major victory by following the king. And that's what we can do. We have a king, and we need to charge the enemy, and they're fighting against evil. And that's the battle that we're in. And that was, I mean, I get chill bumps every time I listen to this clip, and I've heard it or heard it in the movie a dozen times easily. But it means a lot to me that all of these different folks came together for a common purpose and accomplished that purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of things in society that causes us to foc- focus on our differences. Right. If you just even just look at the church, right? It's broken up into denominations, which is you know we're going to think you know about this thing maybe a little bit more than this thing, and you know we we value this a little bit more than that potentially, right? And so you have all this division instead of unity. I've been thinking about back when uh, went to set up Good Heart Ministries, which is you know the um, parent company, I guess, of Masculine Journey. You could call it that. Uh, I guess I just did. The, um, <laughs> but very, 
intentionally it was set up as a non-denominational because I didn't want to say, okay, whether I went to this church or that church or that church, there would be another denomination that would judge the ministry based upon it was affiliated with a particular denomination. You know, in some circles, oh, it's just that type of denomination or that, you know, how they are, you know, and, and there's jokes and there's all that, but it's, there's so much time we spend focusing on our differences that we need to focus on our unity that we're all Christians and, and sons and daughters of God. Yeah, recently I was interviewing a young lady from Ukraine mm-hmm. and she made mention of how as soon as the bomb started dropping, you know, there was no more Pentecostal or Baptist. In other words, the church came together in unity. And I remember interviewing somebody from Lebanon back when the same thing happened to them. And they talked about that, you know, the, the Catholics had a, you know, a, a, a building that wasn't infiltrated. And so everybody ran to the Catholic church. And so they all became, you know, they were all there. You know, what, what are you going to do? You know, because of what? Because of a common enemy and an understanding that, you know, love conquers all that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and yeah, there's lots of things. That's what I, I find very interesting about our dynamic is we all come from different backgrounds, different denominational backgrounds. But yet God chooses to bring this group together. He formed it, you know, out of people that didn't necessarily go to church together. It wasn't, you know, in small group together. He chose to put it together with a bunch of us and we could focus on our differences if we chose to. Because we all have opinions, you know, we're all men and we have strong opinions, you know, some of them stronger than others, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we choose to focus on the unity, right? We choose to focus on the things that God's done in our life, which is why this group works. Instead of looking at how we're different, we look at how God's brought us into the same places. I think I read somewhere when you talk about denominations that we all agree on 95% of the things. It's the 5% that divides us, which when you look at those figures, it's just sad. That, And I think that's probably across humanity. It's probably 5% of the stuff that we disagree on, but that's what we choose to focus on. Yeah, that makes sense. Jim? We want so much to show that we're right that we dismiss other people as being wrong. They're not. It's a different opinion. In Romans, where our church is now, it's all about unity. And the things that divide us, if they're not eternal, then they don't matter. And that is a real key to that. Yeah, God just calls us to love one another, and we need to do that pretty well first and foremost. Go to masculinejourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp. That's coming up November 17th through the 20th. If you'd like to reach out to any of us, just put our first name at masculinejourney.org. And you can, that's our email. So Robbie, Danny, any of them, send that to us. If you have any questions, just please let us know. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Enjoy your week. This is the Truth Network.